log lines, the most important two sentences of your life. Do you know what a log line is? Because if you don't, I'm fixing to go and tell you exactly what a log line is. And one thing is for sure. Once you learn this, you're going to have a deep understanding of what you need to do as a writer in this game. Now, there are only two log lines in every story. The first is the fence around your property. Everything you write after your initial log line must fit inside the fence. So if you don't understand that, basically, the first log line you come up with will be the fence around your entire story. Your whole story better fit into these two sentences. The second log line comes after the production. So once you're completely done with your book, you're going to refine your log line. And that is to convince others to buy it or read it. That's what the second log line is. We're not going to be focusing on that one for now. What we're going to be focusing on is that initial log line. Now, the thing about log lines is this. These two sentences are going to explain the entire story, usually through the eyes of the main character. So the main character is going to be the focus of the story, and then they're going to talk about the B story as well. The A story and the B story of a series is important. So why is a logline important? Well, first thing is it stops writer's block. People get writer's block all the time because they're thinking too much about what they're going to write in their story. They have no clue exactly what they're going to do. So what they do is they just write a whole bunch of stuff, go way past what they need to write. And then they come up with an 800 page novel that they haven't finished yet. It's kind of crazy. It also gives a central focus, right? Usually the main character and it helps define the A and B story. Now, if you don't know what an A and B story is, an A story is basically the big poster. So if you watch movies and you ever see movies, they have a poster that basically says what the whole movie is going to be, right? It's very upfront, like aliens attack Earth and humans are fighting back with guns and ships. That's basically the A story. We've made a million versions of the A story. But the B story is the main character struggle in this world, the real story of the film that makes people Love it or not love it. Now, whether it's film, comics, novels, the A story and B story exists. And when we're making our log line, we got to make sure that we're telling a compelling story for our main character. Now, there are many types of log lines out there, but I tend to stick with the ones from Save the Cat. If you don't know what that is, it is a novel on writing screenplays by Blake Snyder. This book has made my life much easier because it's not just a writing book, but a book hyper-focused on production and the selling of properties. And you know me, I care about selling my property once I'm done, right? I don't want to freaking write a great story that never sells. I want to make a story that's easily sellable. And that's what this does because the business of screenplays, which is what that book is about, is the idea of making a story and then selling it off. That's how you do screenplays. You write it and you sell it to Hollywood. So with that idea, if you want to tell a good story, even if it's a novel or a comic, you still have to have the intention of eventually someone buying it. And that's why it's important to read that book. Now, I'm going to leave a link in the description of this episode. So you can go to Amazon and buy it if you want to buy it, right? Get a digital copy. It doesn't matter how you do it. The main thing is read the book because it's really going to change your life as a writer. 
Even if you're an experienced writer, you need to read that book. Oh, that's just the way I feel about like certain resources. I'm probably going to give you a couple of resources besides that in the future. And there are also some free resources that you can find right now from Blake Snyder's website that actually gives you like all of the genres, plot lines and stuff like that, and gives you examples of all of them. If you have those examples and you start experimenting, you can start making some really captivating log lines for yourself because I bet you you have at least one story in your back pocket that you never really got to developing. And when we're doing this here, especially over the next three months, we're going to be working on that specific story. That one story you always wanted to do, never could get it off the ground. That's the story we're going to be developing. Now, I'm going to give you an example of what a log line is from my own story, right? So I write Black Sands, and I know many of you have already read Black Sands, but if you haven't, you know, you could probably just go to my app, PSP Comics, and read the comics yourself. Just download the app on Apple or Droid. Uh, but basically, you know, Black Sands is a mix of a rite of passage story and a do with a problem story. Now, these are genres according to Save the Cat. These are genres. And they both have a little bit different takes on how they do a log line. But they both basically have the same kind of premise. It's a main character is going through a life-changing situation. And now they have to either change or be destroyed by that situation. And that's the kind of idea of what Black Sands is. So in the first arc of Black Sands, Asar is trying to legitimize himself as the rightful heir to the throne. Now, all of his decisions are to that end. Unfortunately for him, when he lands in Minoa, things quickly spiral out of control. Now he has to put his own selfish desires aside to survive the coming war with Sparta and also an imminent ancient threat no one is prepared for. Knowing these two genres define my entire story, I can write and notice when I'm veering off course. This is important because if I go off course, you know, I will lose my audience. And, you know, you really have to study who your prospective audience is. And we're going to be talking about that later on this week, right? How to focus on which audience to write for and which audiences to ignore. But, you know, when you're writing a story, there's things that they're already expecting, right? Your audience is already expecting a certain thing from you. So if you don't deliver on that, you might lose them already. They're going to be like, oh, this is bad writing, whatever. And let me tell you, there's no original stories when it comes to making anything. The only thing that's original is your perspective and your take on that story, right? How are you going to tell that story? A good example of this is, I forgot what movie it was, but it was a zombie flick, right? It was a zombie flick and it was a love story about a zombie who basically was falling in love with a girl who was human, Right. And for the most part, all the zombies were like eating humans because that's just what they did. Right. <laughs> and, you know, eventually he like for some reason he started having emotions and eventually like halfway through the movie, he learned how to say a word. And it was so weird. But the idea of the story was very simple. Right. It was boy meets girl. Boy has to change in order to get girl to like him. Friends see boy changing try to stop him from changing. Boy convinces friends that it's all right to change. All of them change in order to get the girl, and now everybody is saved. It's the same story happened a billion times, 
But this was an incredible take on it. I don't remember the name, but once you look it up, just look up um, Zombie Boy Dates Girl, Human Girl, something like that. And you're going to love it. It's one of those, it was a really um, amazing take on the typical boy meets girl story. That's the original power, right? That's what originality is. But none of that, none of that matters if you go off course, if you go outside your barrier, people know what they want to see. It's like the idea of the ancient story, right? The story told at the fire. They're always the same stories, right? But everybody tells it a little differently every time. Hand down from generation to generation. And that's our job. Our job is to tell a better story or at least one that's our personal take. And then people could still enjoy the same story that they love and cheer for, but from us and not the other people. Now, once you are done with your story, you'll have to refine your logline to reflect the reason why someone should read it. It needs to be exciting and cause the reader to ask questions and think of many possibilities the story can lead toward. So at first, I was basically having a basic story saying, you know, Asar is a kid who wants to be a pharaoh one day, and he ends up in a war with multiple kingdoms. That was my original logline. It wasn't that impressive. It's something I was throwing together. So at least I had an idea of where I wanted to go with that story. And I advise you guys, as you're listening to this, to start thinking of ways that you can kind of summarize your entire story. But once we've done that, right, we have to refine it. And my refined version of my logline, once I've made a chapter or two, was this. The young Prince Asar yearns for the day that his grandfather accepts him as the rightful heir to the throne. But in his desire for legitimacy, he dragged himself and his kin into a chaotic war that is raging between seven nations. Now he must use his godlike powers to save his allies, but in doing so, he may also lose what he desires most, the throne. All right, now what did I do there? The reality is... That one, I set us R and I told him what his weakness is, right? His weakness is he is basically chasing the throne and he will do anything to get the throne and act recklessly, right? Dragging his kin into a war. But then he comes with a conflict that's not just simply a war. It is the fact that will he save his allies or will he go for the throne, and it seems like what I'm setting up is a choice between the two, whether he's going to be a righteous ruler or he's going to be a tyrant. Right? So this is the idea of Black Sands. Now, when someone hears that, they're going to think there's a lot going on in this story. They want to figure out what Asar is going to do, what kind of man he's going to be. They want to know who his allies are. They want to see what the conflict is about. There's a lot of questions, and that's good because if there's questions, that means you could probably close them on the deal. No, if there's no questions after you tell your logline, they're like, oh, that's cool. You lost that customer. <laughs> you lost that customer, and it's very quick. So you want to make sure they're asking questions about that. Now, there are free resources online from Save the Cat if you don't want to wish to buy the books. So you can still study the genres and make up all the log lines. So pick your genre for your title and get to work. For those who are active patrons, please submit your log lines in our private Discord channel and I will critique them. Don't worry about anyone stealing your idea. No one can do anything with a log line. And I'm going to give you a great example of that because a lot of people are going to be working on stuff and be scared to share it with people. And I just want to kill that real quick. 
because um, this is like one of the biggest like problems when it comes to making content, right? It's just a simple fact that we think everybody's trying to steal our stuff. So let me let me go and uh, explain this to you guys. First off, no one's going to have your log line and then instantly make a billion dollar IP from it. All right. Here's the log line that everybody's seen. Asteroids coming to Earth. Humans must go to asteroid and blow the asteroid up in order to save the Earth from the asteroid. That's the log line. That's the log line. That's the log line. They do it over and over again. Two movies came out at the exact same time with huge, giant, catastrophic budgets. Armageddon and Deep Impact. Now, I guarantee you the idea of the story went to Hollywood and then someone stole that idea. I guarantee you someone stole that idea. But if you watch Deep Impact and you watch Armageddon, are they anywhere near similar for real? I mean, the premise is the same, right? But they're nowhere near anything close to related to each other, right? One's a comedy action. The other one's a freaking um, political drama. You know what I'm saying? So what the heck? What the heck is going on here? Why, is, why did that happen with the same log line? They might even have the same summary for all we know. The reality is that, you know, when someone actually has to make a story for themselves with such a little amount of information, they're going to tell a different story, period. They're going to tell a different story, completely different story. And that's why you shouldn't be too covetous of your original, like, log lines and, and summaries because at the end of the day, it takes a lot more than that to build something. And let, let's not also forget that it literally takes, like, months of work to refine a screenplay to sell it in the first place. So somebody's going to spend months of work to try and steal your idea. And, and you're like, not even like James Cameron. You're not a, you're not famous. You're not in this game. Like, like dominating, like, you know, you know how weird that is. And that's why we shouldn't be that scared, man. When we're famous, we obviously want to protect our stuff a little more, right? When we're more established, but when we're just starting off, there is absolutely no reason to protect anything, all right? So uh, get those log lines in there, share them, see if people like them, refine your work, and then when you want to be secretive, when the beat sheet comes up, when we start working on a beat sheet, be as secretive as you can then because basically you're telling your entire story at that point. The beat sheet is very confidential. You don't want everybody having that. But your summary, your log line, you know, even if you want to protect your summary, I can live with that. But your logline is something you have to use a million times. That's your selling point. So don't protect that. Share it. Make it better. Uh, make sure people critique you and say, ooh, that was pretty good. Or, yeah, you have to fix that a little bit. And you're going to be much better for it. It also helps you sell stuff, like, as a pitch. Like, because if you get good at talking about your elevator pitch, right, which is basically your logline, then you'll be more comfortable talking about your book. So if someone asks you, hey, what are you writing about? Or, hey, what's that book about? You can hit them instantly and then close them out. Now, obviously, there's more techniques to that, right? There's more advanced techniques to telling your logline because every logline should change based on the actual person you're talking to. If you're talking to, like, a grandparent and they want to get something for their kids, you'll obviously say something else about your book than if you were talking to a young adult. A young adult clearly wants to know about why it's so cool, whereas... A grandparent wants to know why it's so educational or why it's so needed. You understand? So two different motivations. But that's for another class, right, when we're getting super advanced. So, guys, do that grind. 
I'll talk to you on Wednesday. We're going to be talking about which audience to target, man. You got to know who you're targeting, man. Because if you don't, you're going to start writing and realize that you don't know who the heck's going to actually read your book. And because of that, you're not going to add all those juicy little things that that audience absolutely loves. And you might even add some things in there that they absolutely despise. And because you added that in there, you know, they don't want to work with you anymore. They don't want to read your stuff. You've offended them. Mm, That does happen. So make sure that you study who your intended audience is way before you write that book. Because if you don't, let's just say the consequences can be deadly. That's it for now. You guys have a great week. It's off to the races. Let's go. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.